This is Ashley Hodge with a Sikkim 365 postgame podcast. I'm coming to you after ba- uh, Baylor USA. It's Team USA, but they were they beat Canada 93-87 to in the uh, Global Jam in Toronto. I'm joined by Jared Hamby, Hambone on the board. Uh, man, that was an exciting game, home. Well, let, let's talk about this game, but let's just talk about the team in general. Uh, Jared, first of all, give me your impressions. I mean, obviously, Keontae George was incredible, but what else did you see that you liked? Yeah, I mean, obviously that's the number one thing you're taking away from this tournament is that we've got an incredible, incredibly special player. Never had a guy like him uh, at, come to Baylor, so that's going to be fun. Um, other than that, I would say Dale Bonner and Grimes really, really stood out today. Um, you know, they've had some moments, uh, some big ups and downs during this tournament, but uh, today they, they both had more ups than downs especially Bonner. They were very mm. efficient today. Um, Grimes had a huge first half, not so much in the second half. They right. kind of shut him down and he had a few turnovers, but we overcame that. I, you know, uh, I think it was uh, pretty huge to have both of those guys play, um, have good games at the same time. It's probably the biggest reason why we won. Um, we got some nice little contributions from Bridges and uh, even Turner had a really yeah. big three and a couple nice passes and he played within himself didn't force any shots today um you know i think he was a positive out there and uh yeah it was just a really good team effort um you know thamba had another dud but i don't think he's really suited for this style of play um you know we can get into that later if you want but um yeah other than that i just was really impressed with uh just the overall effort and the, the chemistry and the fight i mean we shouldn't be surprised that drew has improve these guys so much throughout the week but it is still is a little shocking to me to see the uh, progression from the italy game to tonight yeah no doubt i mean and, and thamba finished the game strong which was important he had a nice assist yeah he did absolutely and uh you know and, and talking about grimes I, I loved how he played in the first half he was he was money uh the one play he had in the second half that was a big play was it was like at the end of the shot clock he got stuck with the ball right right around the top of the key and he, and he gave a nice little pocket pass to, to Thamba for a dunk. That was beautiful. Oh, yeah. that whole possession was nice because, uh, you know, Loner had a great offensive rebound yep. to keep that alive. And yep. he had a really nice skip pass. Sometimes when these guys come down in traffic or when they're on the run like that and we, with an offensive rebound, they don't necessarily make the best decision. He made a really good skip pass that kept the defense moving and was, uh, was the key to that play. Right, and and he ended up with nine rebounds, so he was he was big on the boards. He was very active out there, yeah. Yeah, Josh, uh, not not Josh's best game tonight. He got you know I think pushed around a little bit inside. He ended up with only two points, four rebounds, but he was he was active. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Bridges, like you mentioned, he's just steady. I mean, he's a guy that you know just as a calming influence. Uh, had the you know two for five from three. He can hit some clutch threes. Uh, plays really good defense, gets in the passing lanes. I mean, he's he's going to be, I think, as the season goes along. He and Loner, as they get acclimated to the system, and Josh as well, um, they're they're really going to be important players for us. And and the one thing we got to talk about is, I mean, we get our guns back. I mean, we we get Flagler back and Cryer, you know, experienced guys, Langston Love that can spread the floor. That's going to open things up even more for these bigs. I mean, you know, it's like pick your poison. Do you want to put your best defender on George? Well, good luck containing Flagler and Cryer. Are you going to put your best defender on Flagler? Then good luck 
containing George. I mean, you know, it's like it, it's a pick your poison type situation. It's definitely going to be um, similar to the national title team where we have, you know, pretty right. much three guys on the perimeter that can kill you at any time. Maybe not to the maybe four to the to the level of right. Del we're Bonner. definitely looking at playing some four guard <laughs> sets. And, um, I mean, Langston, yeah, like love, love is a power forward is possible, <laughs> like we've discussed. Right. You know, there's some nasty little four guard lineups with a small ball five we can run out there um, with Loner. Or even Josh. I mean, I, so. I think one of the storylines for this game for me is, you know, Marcus Carr ends up with 12 points. He has six assists, but he has seven turnovers. And, you know, wow. he, got, he got the best of Del Bonner at the end of the game, that last game. And uh, Bonner certainly returned the favor tonight. Like, you know, he, Bonner ends up with six assists, three turnovers, 16 points. Had a, had a couple blow-bys on Carr uh, that re were key plays. He made probably the biggest play of the game for Baylor when they were down three, and he did a hesitation, got to the rim, scored an and one, tied the game. That was big that was because that, if they hadn't scored there, the game could have gotten away from them. Canada had all the momentum at that point. Yeah, I mean, for us to build that lead, you know, it was surprising. I wasn't surprised they came back. Um, I was really most surprised by the way we kind of took control at the end of the game and just put it away. I wasn't really expecting that. I was expecting another nail biter. And uh, boy, those back-to-back -back buckets that key hit were just unbelievable. Those yeah. are, t I mean, oh. just really tough twos. He created them both off the bounce and just willed his way. I mean, the fact that he's taking shots like that and putting up 12 for 21 from the field against, you know, guys that are mostly 21, 22 years old. And these guys are, there's some studs on that Canada team. And that's the number yeah. one college team in the nation. If they're a college team, I mean, that's a really good team. It's pretty much a college all-star team, right? Not all Americans, but it's, you know, it's a really good team. And <laughs> to see him, you know, what he, I think he scored 37 on 21 shots and he's yeah. taking tough shots here and there too. It's just incredible. I mean, you expect a guy like that, to um, be kind of inefficient as a freshman, you know, you see guys come in like that. Typically, they're going to be more of a of a high volume uh, scorer, and he's doing it on a very low amount of shots. So, wow, got to be really excited about that. Right, and they and they punched us in the mouth to start the game. I think they started the game on a nine to two run. Absolutely, and we punched them in the mouth in the second quarter. You know, could have been a knockout punch for them, and, and you know, kudos to them for fighting back and making it a game in the third quarter. Uh, but, you know, what we wanted to see that game against Brazil and the game first game against Canada, we definitely saw tonight. And that was our young guards uh, finishing and, and really playing, you know, clutch down the stretch. And, and, th and that was really encouraging to see. Uh, that Brazil game is going to be a tough match. I mean, they, they are, that's a good team. All these teams are good. Yeah. Uh, but you they know, are. we're up for the task. I, I think we have a good these are, chance. To... I mean, these are big countries that are, you know, pretty decent at basketball. Nobody's outstanding at basketball, but they're all right. above average, high population countries, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was looking up the yeah. Dos do Santos, their little 5'8 guard that's like uh, Pierre Jackson, you know, type player. And I mean, not only is he averaging close to a, a triple double, like he, he's an incredible rebounder for his size. Yeah, but I, I I looked him up. I was like, man, why isn't he playing college ball in the states? He, yeah, he should probably be in the college. Uh, oh, sorry, that's right. Uh, he he is. I, I assume. Well, I didn't look at his age. I don't know how old he is. He's, but he's only twenty two or twenty three. But but he's, he's yeah. He's the MVP 
of, yeah, the, of the, the top Brazilian. league in Brazil. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you know, that's, I don't know how good that league is, but I assume if it's the top league in Brazil, it's, it's, you know, you got good players in that. In, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's a big country, a huge country and they're, they're starting to take basketball somewhat seriously. Right. Um, you know, they're pretty decent on a national level. Anyways, it's really impressive to have, I mean, you know, if we were at full strength, it'd be another thing, but to beat, to beat countries, Right. When we're just one little school with missing four guys, three, four guys out of our, you know, eight or nine top guys and really two of our three or four best guys. It's pretty incredible. Um, I, you know, I mean, not going to lie, I was I was expecting us to lose today, not get blown out, but right. fight and lose today. Right. I was just, you know, this was home team advantage, good team. Uh, they're, you know, they're bigger and more talented than us. And we just took it to them. Um, a few different times during that game it was you know definitely a game of runs like you said they came out up 11-3 I think and then we took it to them and they came back and then I was just really surprised those last couple minutes how uh strongly we finished and I mean I can't even begin to describe how much better you know this experience makes us as a team especially just I mean really I think the key is Grimes and Bonner yeah getting to run the show at times on a level like this, which is, you know, with Flagler and Cryer healthy, that's just something they're never going to be able to do. And they get this invaluable experience now. And we just won the first knockout game. Right. I mean, <laughs> it's really incredible because we get the lessons from the losses and now we're in the championship game. It's, it's, I, I mean, it, as far as a you couldn't script you know, it better from, from yeah, a, from as, as far as a coach learning, looking right. to right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, I, I was starting to worry that Keontae George may never win a game in a Baylor uniform, but uh, he proved us wrong today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, just kidding. Yeah, but but the uh, you know the six guards. I mean, what you bring up. I mean, how big was <laughs> getting D'Antoine Grimes? And no offense to Dylan Hunter, um, who's a good player, and you know, hopefully has a great career at Clemson, yeah. but. Not I'm an offensive sure. guy. He's a freshman. He probably would have gotten eaten alive in this tournament. Yeah, and Grimes was a big reason why he won today. So. Yeah, 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 and 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 to and to have that, like you got two guards, three guards coming off injury with Love, Cryer, and Flagler. You know, one of the Baylor coaches said this to me. Uh, well, it was Peterson, but I mean, I think you know he's like, hey, in all my experience of being a coach, I've noticed that, you know, when you have three guys coming off injury, the chances of all three of them recovering and, and, and lasting the whole season is probably not that high. So, 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 yeah. you know, if you end up having one of those guys have a relapse or, or they just miss time because it's, it's an aggravated situation. I mean, you got a lot of confidence that Grimes and Bonner can get the job done. I mean, they've proven yeah, it on we, a big stage. We do. We do now. I mean, wow. I mean, I, I could not be higher on this team than I am now with, after seeing, you know, these last few games, um, uh, because of what, uh, really just because of what those two guys bring as far as what you're describing, as far as depth goes, because, you know, we have concerns about Cryer. He's even before he was out, there was, you know, there was a, he had, he had injury problems in high school and there was a, you know, the knock on him, can he stay healthy? So, right. you know, we'll still see on that. We'd love to have a hundred percent LJ, but if not, we know we've got some pretty decent options there. Um, I mean, when you've got Key and Flagler, um, you know, you surround them with anything that is better than serviceable, and you've got just an incredible group of guards. And I think one through six, we've we've got somebody who can pretty much 
step up in any situation and right. get the job done. And right. the versatility they bring is going to be something else. It's going to be really fun to watch. And and I think you also from this tournament um, have to say that uh, Jordan Turner is a guy you can trust. I mean, he's he's given us some good minutes, and I know he gets. Uh, his share of criticism on the game threads and, and he's not a perfect player, but man, he made some big plays in these last. Yeah. I mean, games. he'll toss up a bad shot every now and then, but yeah. uh, the, you got to like the guy's confidence. Yeah. Um, he, he's clearly got a, a good shot. Um, is not necessarily all that efficient right now due to not, you know, he doesn't have the best, uh, you know, decision-making, but you can see the potential there. I, you know, definitely, uh, you want the guy who leans more towards being confident than he does, you know, deferring. And I think, you know, with him having three years of – he's got three years left, right? Yeah. Oh. I mean uh, – I'm not he's sure got about that. Uh, this, year, this would be his – Two years. I think, yeah, I think he's a sophomore. I think, I think he has three years left. He's a COVID sophomore, yeah, so he could have three, yeah. three years, right? Yep. So, I mean, I can see why – you know, there's there's a lot of people that are ready to just you know, oh, he should have transferred. But you know, I can see why both sides have not moved on yet. I, right. You know, there's still oh, yeah. there's still some intriguing potential there, and that's why I do get a little testy when people are like, oh, they don't belong in this level, and it's like, you know, these guys still have some time left, sure. and you know, our coaches know what they're doing, and you know, and, I get yeah, I, I, and and but, I I mean, I've I watched them scrimmage. I I've I've seen them you know play well against our vets. I've I've seen them play well in scrimmages in practice, but nothing compares to game situations. I mean, you could be an effective player in practice, and if you don't have game experience, it's going to show. And you know, the only way you get game experience is playing in games. Yeah, <laughs> in yesterday the the first half, he was you know one of our best players. Right. Uh, I right. think he might have had, you know, not nine points in the first half, maybe yesterday, and yep. he made a couple, you know, nice shots, and um, you know, he took one or two questionable ones, but uh, he was one of our leading scorers when we were kind of struggling to score there for a while, and yeah, I mean, that's another guy you can throw in with uh, Grimes and Bonner, who are just getting some really, really invaluable experience um, right. that's going to pay off later. I mean, I, I, you know, this this is definitely a team who is looking more – I mean, I don't think 10 guys will play, but right. this is a team that is legitimately 10 deep, I think, which I don't yeah. think we've ever had. We've had nine deep. We've had eight really good players. You know, the national title team had eight really, really good players. Right. I don't know if we've ever had that 10th guy who is high quality. You know, this team might get down to that 10th, even 11th guy who – is there's not much of a drop off and that's yeah pretty special to have that sort of depth because you know like you said there's going to be injuries and it, you get so much better in practice too when you're going against ones versus twos and everybody's quality there's no you know the walk-ins are great but when you don't want your walk-on playing on your second team stuff like that you know so the the, the quality depth just iron sharpens iron type thing is just going to make everybody so much better throughout the season. It's just going to be really fun. I'm so excited. Yeah. And and we got to give a shout out to a few things that probably go a little bit unnoticed or under the radar in the stats. Uh, Zach Loveday plus 12 today in six minutes. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, so he was part of that big run in the second quarter. Yeah. He was in there when they yeah, made the run. He didn't do anything bad today. He had a couple, you know, he had a nice block. Nice he block, had a, rebound, good rebound. He yeah. had a nice little shot he needs to hit that yep. he missed off the front of the rim. He's need to, he needs to hit that when he's in there. But, you right. know, when you are when you have no rhythm and no confidence, it's tough to say, hey, just hit the shot. You know? Right, right. 
but and it was nice. It, and then Flo, know. four assists and one one turnover. So oh I mean, wow, did, did do four a good job. Assists. Yeah, uh, I I was uh I had to watch on my phone and I was I was going back and forth a couple times where I missed some stretches of the game. I must have missed a couple of those assists. I knew he, I knew he had at least two, but I did not know he had four assists. There was one that was a beautiful play. I, I think it was either Grimes or Bonner initiated the offense off pick and roll and uh, double team. I saw that one. Uh, yeah, went to Th- went to, went to Thomba in the middle, but then he kicked it out to uh, Keontae for an open three. Oh, it's great. Yes, yeah. and then uh, there was an offensive rebound where he kicked out to an open shooter. So that's the kind of stuff that I mean, he's he's such a savvy veteran player. We just. Uh, need to see that you know finishing around the rim obviously is a big thing yeah people him. get frustrated with Flo because when he makes a mistake it's because he's like about to dunk the ball like he's about to score right. and then somebody strips him and that's just really frustrating when you have a guy that's you know you think is about to score and the other the team just kind of takes the ball from him right. so it's like when Flo screws up it, it's kind of like a high profile screw up sure. so he takes way more flack than he should you know he's a pretty solid force out there and then he has a couple of, you know, mistakes and people are jumping down his throat and it just doesn't really seem fair anyway. Yeah. Well, we know what he is. We know what he is. He was a double double guy when John went out last year right. and he's better in half courts grinded out big 12 style games than tonight, which was a pretty wide open, fast paced game. International style isn't necessarily his, you know, I think he's much better in, in like a grinded out type of big 12 games. So. Yeah. hundred percent. Great, great observation. And, you know, I think, uh, we all know that uh, transition D is going to be a main focus of uh, work and practice <laughs> coming up because uh, that definitely. that that was definitely a weak spot. I mean, we got uh, Manuel Miller made a living on uh, you know, getting he ate us up, getting you know like uh, points right at the rim, and he was end up uh, twenty five points, twelve for seventeen from the from the field. Yeah, well, so, that guy's going to be a problem in the Big Twelve. Yeah. though. he could be first or you TCU. know probably more like a well, second team all. Big 12 guy. They may be um, you know, Miles and maybe Miller, the second best team in the league. I, I think I, Baylor's I, the best team, but I could see TCU finishing second. I think they're, you know, they're right there in the top 10, 15 range for sure. I think, you know, if there are there are certain outcomes where the season plays out where TCU could actually win the Big 12. Yeah. I think they're Ooh. in that conversation. I would never pick that. <laughs> I would never pick it to happen. I'm just right. saying they're probably the third most likely team to right. win it. Um, behind Baylor and Kansas just right. to, you know I, I would go with TCU now that they would need a lot of things to fall right probably a few injuries and maybe you know some upsets and you know whatnot but I'm just saying it's in within the realm of reasonable outcomes that they're they're that good they're going to be very good they returned six players off a team that was you know borderline sweet 16 you know round of 32 type good so yeah did you take any exception did you watch the game to the very end did you see Marcus Carr like kind of uh wrap his arm around Keontae George's neck there at the very end. I missed it. No. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, I so to go back and watch the last George, 30 seconds. I was talking to my buddy. Yeah. George is dribbling the clock out. The game's over and Carr just decides to kind of give him a little shove. And then, and then he reaches around his neck and kind of hooks him like he's going to throw him to the ground and then let's go. Wow. I mean, it was, it, it was kind of like a little bit of shady. And, and then I, and then the one guard for Canada, uh, Smith. I mean, he was kind of a big time, you know. Marcus Smart, like all the all the yeah, dirty tricks he, in the book. Kind of. He is an absolute pest on defense. Kind of dirty, a little bit dirty, but that, I take that guy playing defense on my team any day. He sure. was pretty dominant on defense, but he didn't have much on the other end. Right. But uh, I like it. that team. I mean, when you look at Smith and Miller and the other, Miller, uh, you know, bringing up, bringing guys like Gary, Gary, a and, and Betty Ako off the bench and 
Uh, Nimhard. That, the big white guy is not too bad. Nimhard, Kennedy. who we yeah. shut down, um, he was, you know, he was Big East freshman of the year. Yeah. He's supposed to be one of the best players on the top 10 team. This, You know, there's and, 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 and Bar- there's a very, Bar- it's a very athletic team. Bartholomew, I don't know how you pronounce his last name, but he played yeah. at Colorado. He was 11-point-per-game guy at Colorado, transferred yep. to Oregon, expected to be a starter at Oregon, only got three minutes for Team Canada. Yeah, he doesn't even play. Yeah. Their top eight is definitely yeah. you know good enough to be like a Final Four-type team. I mean, that's a really good win out there. That's yep. a really good win. Yeah, no Flagler, no Cryer, no Langston Love. I'm, no, seriously, I mean, it's one of the better game. wins in all of big, in, in one of Drew's career. It's like yeah. at Canada against Team Canada. Canada shorthanded, uh, you know, Alan, especially Alan when Field they came, when they yeah. came back and had all the momentum, and every, I mean, I'm sure everybody, not not like the crowd was too big, but I'm sure everybody was expecting Canada to win that game, and to go in there and just steal it like that was. Yeah, and they, really and they got a good way. whistle. I mean, I mean, there were some plays that uh, Baylor got the benefit of the doubt down the stretch, but um, but for the most part, you're expecting a bad whistle in that situation as well. And uh, well, we got it in the previous two days, right. so we'll take it right today. Well, hey man, I appreciate you jumping on with me. Uh, exciting yeah. win, and and Anytime. just just makes you excited about the future of this season and and what Baylor can accomplish uh, going forward. So. Uh, we'll we'll do a post game podcast tomorrow after their championship oh, game against Brazil. Not not you, I mean necessarily, but uh, but right. I'll, I'll do one. Did um, they get a what? Do they get like a gold medal or what do they get? Does yeah, they get a gold medal. They get a gold yeah. medal. Yeah. I figured there was a you know since it's international basketball yep. tournament, yep. there'd yeah. be a so yeah cool, cool opportunity. Well, let's win a gold medal. There you go. All right, you've been listening to a Sikkim three sixty five podcast with Ashley Hodge and Jared Hamby, Sikkim Bears. <laughs>